You're listening to the We Are Libertarians podcast network. Find all of our shows at wearelibertarians.com. You're listening to the We Are Libertarians network. Learn more at wearelibertarians.com. He's changed his story. He's not going to the airport anymore. He's uh, going to Bank Which Which are we we're recording over there? You haven't pushed the button there yet. Yeah, we're, yeah, it's coming on. Well, that seems silly. Well, you don't give me an on-the-air light yet. <sighs> I, I think well, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it. So we're live on the Patreon we're live side. Right now. We welcome everybody to the Boss Ogilvy podcast that's watching live. We're sharing it so that our people know what's up. Uh, awkward silence. No, never. So Dakota. Yeah. How you doing over there, buddy? I'm doing pretty good. Good. Chase. Not too bad. What about you? I haven't seen you in a minute. Eh. I tried. You saw him more recently than Dakota. <clears throat> well, I tried to poke you on Facebook yesterday. Always. And it wouldn't let me. Oh, see? So you're going to cave first. You no. T- I I oh. wanted you to know I was on your profile, but I didn't add you. This is the most but awkward I couldn't do it. Ever. I couldn't even like your picture. I know. I like it that way. Welcome to the Boss Hogger Libby Podcast. This is episode number 99 of Essentially Indiana's Favorite Podcast. I'm Jeremiah Morrill. Today I'm joined by co-host Mr. Dakota Davis and third-rate co-host Chase Payton. Today's episode is featuring Mr. Corey Murphy from the Economic Development Corporation in Newcastle, uh, Henry County. We will be talking to Corey about everything EDC. That's not Everyday Carry, it's Economic Development Corporation, and we will also be talking to Corey about his recent trip to Japan, and uh, at the very end, we're going to talk a little bit about the State of the Union address and give all of our thoughts on the topic, so make sure you stick around to the end. This show is about our lives in rural Indiana. As always, we promise that our episodes are going to be a fun and an easy listen, Uh, at least fun. I don't know how easy it is to listen to (laughs) us, but we're going to make it fun, darn it. Uh, we do want to thank all the Patreon folks. Uh, anybody that goes to patreon.com slash Liberty, you get added to a special Facebook group. You just got about 15 minutes of extra free content where we broke down the Super Bowl and what happened to us. Yes, it was a very in-depth analysis of everything. A lot of, the Super a lot Bowl. of ones and twos and questioning why, why they punted on fourth down so many times. I was really impressed with how much Corey had to offer in that conversation, especially after Chase started talking. It, I was pretty silent. <laughs> Corey was Corey was pretty happy until Chase got here, and then uh, I started talking about nipples. <laughs> it was the Adam Levine talk, and it just made mm-hmm. Corey uncomfortable. I didn't know he had so many problems with Adam Levine, but now you got to go back to the Patreon side and, and check that out. So yep. you'll get it if you join the Patreon at any level, you get out of the Facebook group, and then you also get a push email notification uh, whenever the audio goes up. Uh, your special audio as well. Uh, so you get a private RSS feed that anything we record and put over there gets sent directly to you as well. So all kinds of benefits. Special thank you to our $50 and up Patreon members, Mr. Christopher Bilbrey, Brantley Spicer, Christy Avery, Jonathan Phillips, and Craig DaCosta. You guys are all awesome. Patreon.com slash Liberty is how we pay the bills for the studio. Uh, Corey remarked that it is chilly in here. We We try to tell all of our guests that they need to wear a sweatshirt because... The, the heat is very expensive, but uh, if we get that those Patreon numbers bumped up, <laughs> we can make sure that you're comfortable next time. Yes, that's <laughs> the empty promise we're going to tell. <laughs> uh, and special uh, uh, advisory to anybody that joins the Patreon group next week, episode 100 on Valentine's Day. 
any Patreon members, you are welcome to uh, join this live studio audience next week for episode 100. We do have a mystery guest out in the uh, studio audience this week. Um, Mac? It's, uh, yes, uh, Mac up there. Mac up, Mac up on the wall. Uh, the, the Spiceland Deer. Uh, but uh, anybody that joins the Patreon can join us next week as well. If you don't have any better plans for Valentine's, Yes, come on by, check it out, and I'm watch. Still looking for a date. <laughs> watch out there in the distance. Yes, you can bring your significant others and wear prom attire. Uh, we won't. There won't be any music, but or you're free. To, you're free to do so if you want to wear prom attire. We'll set up a table. You can set up a. Ta- I won't. So we won't set up a table for you. You're welcome to bring your candlelight and set up a table and order takeout and eat mm-hmm. in the uh, in the studio. It'd be a romantic and watch, evening and watch the live show. Yeah, Chris. Uh, Chris Guffey. Before I got here, he was. Uh, he gets here. An hour and a half before at this point. We have great internet. I'm pretty sure what he's going to do at some point is he's going to move into the loft above the bathroom. (laughs) Mike's in the chat. Don't tell him my plans. (laughs) And then then just shower at the gym. I think think he's just going to move here. Be pretty cheap living. I'm actually... Gonna just shower at Jeremiah's because he doesn't get home till five thirty. So I can sneak <laughs> in his house, leave a couple dollars. Hey, I know how to get into the house. I do too. Okay, <laughs> I watch the house. Not that. <laughs> oh, there's yeah. really not that many people that don't know how to get into my house at this point. <laughs> the whole county. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty close. All right, let's talk to Corey Murphy. Let's uh, let's go ahead and, and deep dive into every single gotcha question that we have lined up for you. Um, any any. Uh, Crap, I just lost the word that I was going to try to use. Any um, confession? Corruption you have? that you have <laughs> under your belt. Any corruption I have? Yeah. No corruption. I, I've heard about it in uh, Citizens of Henry County. Oh, great. That, that is a fine <laughs> location. That's where I get all my news. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, I've, I've, noticed, I've noticed today looking at the Citizens of Henry County group, it's raining and nobody cares. <laughs> Yes. It's it, we're flooded. No, no one cares. And government hasn't solved my problem and I'm <laughs> I'm upset. Yeah. Come on, commissioners, get on that. Okay, Corey, you are the president slash CEO of the Newcastle Henry County one, Economic one Development. One title just wasn't enough for you, was it? Hey, and that's the title they gave me, so I took it. <laughs> <laughs> that's a pretty good title. Yeah. It's that's a great a pretty title. impressive for a business card, I will say. Yeah. Uh, a lot better than my business cards that just say co host, boss hog of liberty. Not even host. Mine doesn't say anything. You want to you want to push me out? Yeah. <laughs> this is a mutiny. Mine says <laughs> mine says Jeremiah. <laughs> <laughs> so what what is the role of the the president slash CEO for an economic development corporation? <clears throat> so the economic development corporation is a not for profit. Uh, we're a public private organization, and so. I'm the lead staff member for that organization. Uh, work for a board of directors of about 30 people, uh, made up of elected officials, community leaders, business leaders. Uh, we do have, uh, I have two team members. Uh, that's Penny York and Kelly Wasson. So it's certainly a team effort uh, at our office. Pull, pull his mic in just a little tighter. I was so. about to walk over there. There we go. I don't want you to get up. What happens, it's taking out all of the ums on the front end of your statements. <laughs> But, Which is okay. but sometimes, but sometimes you don't start with an um, and then we're just screwed. I don't say um. No, not on not on mic because it, it edits it for you. Oh, great! <laughs> Could I have this for everyday life? Then? <laughs> Does it edit cuss words too? No, Chase. No. Chase. Fuck, fuck, fuck. 
Did he get that, Chris? <laughs> I got it. Oh, okay. good. good. We should we'll Brantley will be happy. We have to say it one more time just, just to be sure. Don't do it. Shut up. <laughs> so the, the role of the Economic Development Corporation is to encourage investment uh, in our community, job creation in our community, and to improve the quality of life. So you said it's a public-private. So how? what are your revenue streams? The companies voluntarily contribute and make it a line item in their annual budgets? How, how does this work? So we are a 501c6 not-for-profit. Um, we receive revenue uh, investment from the city of Newcastle, uh, Henry County government, uh, the town of Spiceland, and then we raise uh, private contributions. So it's a, n- a number of different streams that come yes. together. And then I assume that you're, are you, do you guys seek grants or is that not really your role uh, on that side? We do seek some grants. And so in the last uh, four years, uh, we've uh, you know, pulled in over a million dollars in grants, uh, primarily for infrastructure. Hmm. Examples of that would be the uh, Pierce Parkway Road that, uh, that connects State Road 3 to the Newcastle Motorsports Park, um, the, uh, the extension of Brooks Drive uh, south, just uh, in know, our industrial park. Yes, area. I'm directionally challenged, so I had to think about it. You know, so just just <laughs> east of Boar's Head. So, so in that industrial park, it's not like the rest of the county where everything runs on a grid system. There's there's a lot of curves and arcs and radiuses. Being the most modern part of the county, it's it doesn't run quite true. So it, it makes sense. It's like every time I go to Hamilton Town Center, nothing nothing makes sense uh, there. I 69s at an angle, and every other road runs weird too. So I can understand why you would be. I, it's forgivable to be directionally challenged over there. At Brooks Parkway. Well, I'm directly challenged everywhere. How about that? Well, we'll defend you on that one. Okay. That's uh, that's the home of the infamous Shell Building. Uh, we've talked about the Shell Building a lot on this show because I think that it would make a great jail. <laughs> <laughs> very cheap, very effective. Uh, do, you, do you have any comments on that? Do you think Do you think my idea would fly? Uh, <clears throat> I think maybe the neighbors might object to that <laughs> in terms of. Uh, uh, bringing, I uh, said that that we could do a well, partnership with the industries right there and do a type of workforce training, and then as soon as they get out of jail, they can go get a job. Interesting. Yeah. We should take that under advisement. How do I get on the EDC to, to really bring this idea to fruition? You know, our board meetings are the second Thursday of every month, so Valentine's Day. If, you don't, if they're uh, not a Patreon member and you don't want to come here, right. they, can, they can come well, to your board meeting. Well, it's 7.30 a.m. Oh, Man, yeah. 7.30, a.m. out at the Henry County REMC. Okay. And they usually last for an hour. They're open to the, open to the public. And uh, we, we usually have a guest speaker, uh, so I don't have to come up with content. So the guest speaker uh, this coming Thursday is, uh, or next week is uh, Crown Equipment. Crown Equipment. You ever had Sean Rao as a guest speaker? No, that would be dangerous. <laughs> He's a good guest speaker. We had him as he, the Libertarian Party of Henry County. He's a great guy. He bills by the hour, though. It's, I mean, it's, it's expensive if you want to get Sean involved. It's the lawyer rates, I'm telling you. You know, so the, the unique thing about the Economic Development Corporation is we don't approve anything. You know, we rely on our partners, uh, whether that be a utility provider, whether that be local government, whether that be someone else. Uh, the best way to describe our role is a facilitator, a connector, uh, marketing, uh, the sales arm of the county. Uh, we serve all of Henry County. Um, some some folks uh, wonder why we spend so much time in Newcastle or, or just south of Newcastle. Uh, that's where our best product is from a 
from a business attraction standpoint, in terms of land that's available, known to be for sale, uh, and has all the necessary utilities already there. And you brought up the Shell Building uh, in, in, in terms of uh, that is product for us, in terms of marketing. So instead of spending money on billboards and national magazines and ads in the Wall Street Journal or in the Southwest Air Magazine, we put our funds into having product uh, for businesses uh, to evaluate. And uh, it, it lessens the amount of time a business would have to, to get to market in terms of it's expandable, it's flexible. And uh, over the years, it has done its job by bringing people to the town because of the shell building. Maybe they didn't buy the shell building, but they they, they bought they elsewhere. That area. It's, it served as the model home, basically, yes. is what it's done. Absolutely. So, and I, I've been I've been critical of it myself at times, and at the time, you know, a, a government doing a speculative building. But what it has done is it has demonstrated, and I think Boar's Head and some of the other micronutrients, maybe some of the other groups that have come in, have come started the conversation by looking at that and said, well, that's not exactly what we want, but you do have this parcel 1,000 feet away that would, would suit your needs. Yeah, there's approximately 30 uh, shell buildings across the state. Um, this is our second shell building. The first shell building was uh, uh, built in the late 80s, early 90s. It is the blue building uh, out on County Road 300 South. It's the CarQuest building now? Uh, no, just just uh, see that it goes directions again. <laughs> West? East. Which East. way towards Walmart? East. No, no, away from Walmart. Yeah. East. Yes. Yeah. Towards Richmond. So the, so so the blue building. That was, was one the, of my questions with the, the shell, building, shell building. As if a company came in and said, no, I, we want the shell building. We want to build onto it. Would Would we start drafting plans to erect another one? Is it. Uh, quite likely, yeah. In terms it's that, of, it, so it's that big of an asset. It is an us. effective uh, marketing tool, and okay. the shell building itself is not government alone. It is right. a public-private partnership. Runnable Construction was yeah. involved, right? So at Shelbyville, the County Redevelopment Commission put out an RFP request for proposal, uh, and this was done before I came. And so, several you know private firms uh, put in proposals to partner uh, with the county on that. And the revenue stream that is used to pay for that really can't be used to pay for other functions of government. Um, and it so if is, we started building another shell building and people got on Citizens of Henry County and said, why are we building another shell building when we aren't fixing the roads? That would be the answer. Yeah, we can't use that revenue stream for that, for that function of government. And there aren't any residential taxes in the uh, tax increment finance. Uh, it's it's commercial and industrial. So uh, along those lines, do you think that we're on the right path as a city and a county? Uh, do you do you look back and see the direction that we've been heading and the path that we're on as as growing and doing good? Yes, uh, a, a lot of momentum here, tremendous opportunity here. Uh, what attracted me to this uh, community and, and position uh, back in late 2012, early. 2013 was uh, the kind of the history of this community and county willing to invest in itself. And that goes back to the, you know, the formation of Memorial Park um, in, in terms of how that was founded. It, it, it extends to the building of the Newcastle Fieldhouse, you know, built by community donations. Uh, in more recent times, uh, the YMCA, this community typically uh, 
wrestles above its weight class or boxes above its weight class in terms of having amenities, you know, based on our per capita income, based on our population that we probably shouldn't have, but the community is very generous. And then we have local government that is willing to partner and invest as well. So it, we have listeners and viewers that are all over the country. They're not just Henry County people that watch the show. We have regular viewers that, that you know. No, we it seems guy, weird, but it's true. We have people in Hawaii. We have people in Europe. We have people from all over the place, and you never know quite who's watching or what's what's being observed. What's your sixty second, ninety second pitch about Henry County? Because you, you 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 talked about hey, we don't buy that ad that you see in every every office waiting room. Of hey yeah we're buying interstate and we have roads and we have water we have all this stuff what's what's your sixty second pitch to about Henry County that makes it unique? Well, our location is uh, fantastic in terms of the ability to 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 get other places, um, but to still have a a a small town rural lifestyle, uh, but be close enough to uh, Indianapolis and the big city amenities, but maybe not pay the pay the rent of the big city amenities. Um, I know we can afford a studio here for a podcast. It's <laughs> yes. incredible. Crazy. Um, the, the people here are generally friendly. Um, and one of our greatest assets and, uh, you know, the, the community's willingness to, uh, to invest, uh, from a, from a pure, from a pure economic development standpoint, we, um, uh, we pride ourselves in, in, in being very efficient in our approval processes in terms of permitting. And I know you guys love permits mm-hmm. and, and firm and, believer in them. Actually. Yes. And uh, zoning application, but time is money to a business. And so the ability to move through a process efficiently and where it is predictable um, is, is very important. And that all goes back to, to public and private leadership. So if you have a potential long-term business investor that is looking at Henry County, they've contacted you, um, and they want to come see the area, is there is there specific parts of Newcastle, the county? Where do you take them? What, what, what's, the, uh, what's the good side? Well, so often we don't know who we are... Uh, working with until later on in the process. Uh, most of it is like filling out a, a, a dating application online. Uh, so pick your favorite. It's on- EDC Tinder. Yes. Pick your favorite uh, online dating application, and, and it's, it's usually quite taken now. Uh, confidential. I've, I've had some experience with Tinder. <laughs> <laughs> once or, once Tinder. or twice. And uh, so if we make it to a site visit, that's, that's later on in the process. And we usually just ask what they're interested in seeing. Um, but we would take them, obviously, to the site that they're looking at. If infrastructure is important to them, uh, we, we like to show off the wastewater treatment plant. Oh, everybody wants to see that. Yes, man. absolutely. Um, but the capacity there is very important to certain clients. Uh, housing options, so whether that be you know an historic neighborhood in Newcastle uh, or whether that be a, a – a newer subdivision out in Westwood. We would show them the Arts Park uh, downtown. We would show them the YMCA uh, just to give them a, 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 a flavor of the community. And, you know, uh, basketball, I mean, even if you don't like basketball, we have a great story to tell here, and it creates a conversation. 
So sometimes we host meetings at the Hall of Fame. Oh, yeah. Got to give a shout out to to Chris May and at the Indiana Basketball Hall of Fame. Uh, do they uh, do do they contact um, like other business leaders in the county to see how they li- like? If I'm a company coming in and I'm like I want to I want to know what it's been like for businesses that are established. So do they would they reach out to like the people who uh, initially are like the heads of Boar's Head out here and TS Tech. Is there intercommunication between between them as well? Yes. Are you involved in those at all? I am usually involved in setting up the appointment and making the connection, but I'm usually not in the room because I'm paid to say good things about the county. They want to have an honest conversation. They want to know. Yeah. They want the real story. Yes, but we have business leaders here in the community that are willing to do that, and they do it often. And so this is a team sport. Uh, in terms of selling our community on the business attraction side. And so often the best business attraction strategy is to make sure that your local businesses are uh, as happy as possible. Yeah. That seems like a pretty good uh, strategy to me. Yeah. Uh, happy business, happy. Trying to think of some. You got happy happy wife, happy happy life, happy happy industry. So this I don't know. this isn't this isn't the first place that you've been an EDC executive. Uh, you have experience in other communities. What what brought you to Henry County? Then you know why why are we lucky enough to have Corey Murphy here? Well, as I mentioned earlier, um, so I spent nearly six years uh, down on the Ohio River in Jefferson County, uh, the city of Madison, and uh, you, you're the reason why the Jim Caviezel movie was made. I assume. Uh, no, there's a great movie though. <laughs> And uh, do you know what I'm talking about? Huh? Sorry, huh? I was reading uh, Aaron Dickens. Yeah, comment. Aaron Dickens wants to swipe right on a brewery uh, <laughs> on the on the Tinder match. Madison, Indiana. There was a Miss Madison was a, a, a hydroplane boat. I, no, I have no idea. <clears throat> and Jesus, Jim Caviezel, was in that movie. Hmm. Anyway, I'll get you a copy. Yeah, it's like the Hoosiers of Southern Indiana. Yeah, some oh, okay. came running was filmed there as well. <laughs> don't know that movie either. Oh boy, you don't know Hoosiers. No, I know Hoosiers. I don't know Some Came Running. Oh, okay. It's, All right. a, it's a classic. So anyway, I spent about six years in a similar role. And um, uh, politics, and, and not your typical Republican or Democrat politics, but community dynamics changed and uh, could no longer do economic development. We wanted to fight about economic development. And so uh, it was time for me to uh, look to go somewhere else. Uh, much to my wife's chagrin, you know, we had been there nearly six years and we're beginning to put down roots, but I love this profession because of the impact you can have on a community. You know, I, I describe this as one foot in business, one foot in government. You want to make sure that they don't get too far apart. So uh, this opportunity uh, came available and I decided to throw my, uh, uh, my name in the hat, so to speak. All right. And it turned out. Yes, I, uh, I've been here six years, and I've, I've been doing economic development in some uh, fashion for almost fifteen. So, what's the what is the role of the state economic development corporation compared to the role of your uh, your side of things on the local level? So, uh, the state has a much larger marketing budget, so they're working on you know the brand of the state, um, you know, a state that works. State that, was that you guys? Uh, no, but oh. I mean, so they are promoting the, the, the brand 
Um, and then they are a good source of leads for us in terms of opportunities to uh, submit on projects. And uh, they provide a, uh, on projects that qualify, uh, they, they will provide a certain set of incentives that are more geared towards training and tax credits. And then the, the, the local incentive toolbox is more geared towards infrastructure and uh, kind of property tax-based. Okay. Uh, so the incentives on an attraction project or, or a, an expansion project, uh, they, they kind of do this. And so we work hand-in-hand hand, uh, with the state in, in terms of uh, you know, promoting Indiana. All right. So I, I guess uh, the next question I had on here was how you attract the, a long-term business, but I'm pretty sure that you've already answered that going through just through everything that you do uh, to try to get businesses here. But how do you compete with other counties across the state? How do, how do you – or is it a competition? I guess I don't know how this. We're, we're all we're all oh, noticing a second a second, second. A second that can is of Budweiser just open. <laughs> that is beautiful beer. It is a. You finished the first one. Uh, oh I don't even know how many ounces this is. It may be measured in gallons. He's he's completed the first one. Is this the the how many Budweiser? For those of you, you listening have? on the audio only side, Chase Payton brought in two tall boys of Budweiser today. Two for four, baby. Two, two for, for four. four. That's a bucket. <laughs> that's like fifty cents a beer. I don't think roughly are those made of corn syrup. Wind power. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, just all wind power, Dakota. Did you see the commercial? <laughs> Only wind power. That's how they carbonate it too. Yeah, <laughs> Henry the County zero had calories. A <laughs> we we could have got we could have got Anheuser Busch. You know, it was a great song in that commercial. Oh, I know it was. And uh, the yeah. Clydesdale horses. I mean, it was. I was. Uh, I liked it. Ah, Kirsten Cronk's got happy industry, happy citizenry. I like it. We got the scrap a state that works. This is what this is the new slogan for the state of Indiana. I, I hope Bob Dylan's reputation hasn't been ruined by the Budweiser people. I'm telling you, it was uh, probably not. I'm pretty sure it's intact. You think it's okay? Yes. I, think, I think Bob Dylan will be <laughs> more than fine. I don't know. Next thing you know, first we're not going to be able to have Budweiser on tap at local bars. Then you're not going to take Bob Dylan off the jukebox. Uh. Okay, here's a here's a good question for you, Corey. I'd be okay with that. Is the focus? <laughs> You're just a troll today. Just is the troll. is the focus of the the economic development corporation? Do you guys focus on uh, bringing large businesses and corporations here, or do you also have to kind of split your time between uh, them and the small guys as well? So the sexy part of this business is the business attraction, bringing in the new. But the most uh, source of jobs and investment come from local companies that are already here. And so we address both of those sectors, and uh, particularly on the small business and entrepreneurship uh, level, we partner with the Indiana Small Business Development Corporation to have small business advising, so a, a business counselor in the county at no cost to the client. We make a contribution out of our budget to their organization to have a business advisor available in the county, uh, meeting with existing businesses or entrepreneurs as a, as a kind of a, a go-along or side project to that, we have a revolving loan fund. Uh, the revolving loan fund was uh, basically funded by a grant from the USDA, and then we used local dollars out of our budget to match. 
so if all the money was paid back, we have about $150,000. Uh, we're not designed to p- compete with banks. Uh, we're designed to fund projects that have a good business plan, but maybe the risk is just too much for a bank. Um, we have a loan committee uh, that approves those loans. So in the last four years, we have provided uh, $321,000 worth of loans to 12 different businesses here in Henry County. And the EDC has served as the bank in those instances? Yes. So you, and then you make whatever the spread is, some sort of a, they're not low, they're no, not no interest. Loans, they are right? not no interest. Typically our starting interest rate is 6%. Um, and then we can go up depending on the risk. The state government's not going to start regulating you like they are loan sharks, are they? Are you I in hope, line? I hope not. Have your wrists smacked by, <laughs> yes. by Gene Lysing and Tom Saunders and all the rest of the gang down yes. there? Corey looks at just like a loan shark. I could see walking in. They don't look like loan sharks. They, look, the, they wear suits just like Corey does. Walking into the back room at Primo and Corey's in a pinstripe suit with a rose with an offer you can't refuse. <laughs> so so you said your, your meetings are once a month on uh, on Thursdays down at the uh, Henry County RMC. Your RMC Dakota. What? Huh? <laughs> but so uh, how does somebody go about becoming a board member? Some, some of those are private appointments and some are public appointments. How does, what comprises the, your board? So the, the board is, is made up of uh, public officials. So the city council has a representative, the mayor's on the board, county council's represented, the county commissioners, uh, Spiceland Town government, Middletown, and Knightstown all have appointments. And then... Uh, we try to, uh, you know, select a good cross section of the business community. The education sector is re- uh, represented, uh, community volunteers, uh, community leaders. Uh, it's, it's spelled out in our bylaws, but it is a good cross section of the community uh, serving uh, on the board of directors and, and uh, providing leadership, uh, providing uh, kind of being the cheerleader for our mission out in the community. And uh, we we appreciate their service, and uh, we ho- we hold an annual meeting, uh, usually in March or April, depending on the uh, the guest speaker's schedule. And so, you know, that's when the board elections are are held. And so, if you know if people have interest in serving on the board, you can you know contact the office and let us know. And that's right there cool. at the annual meeting. So, with the uh, with the city leadership, you had the opportunity to uh, to pitch Henry County or meet with some of the uh, people we have business relationships with in Japan recently. Tell us uh, tell us about that a little bit. This is the fun stuff. This is the uh, the junket, right? How long was that flight? <laughs> uh, long, <laughs> very long. I'm sure it was direct the, from Newcastle I, International. Yeah, to, it was uh, about to, twelve hours. Tokyo. Yeah. Did you leave from uh, Newcastle? Yes, sure did. Yes. Yep, a two-person jet, just you and Mayor York. Because <laughs> Mayor York's got his pilot's license. He does. Yeah. Uh, he's got a T-shirt hanging up in one of the hangars at the airport when he got his license. I used to work there. Okay. But um, anyway. That and you're just a good creeper. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have oh. your license? No, 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 no. Okay. That's no, I... I just changed the oil and filled them full of gas. And- okay. That's <laughs> on my bucket list. Actually. That's me too. What, yeah. You've... Uh, we we haven't uh, addressed all the, three uh, of us. Uh, if we yeah. don't have our licenses by the time we're thirty. Oh wait, wait, time we're thirty. <laughs> <laughs> well, Corey, Corey just won. Corey just Thank won you. the forty under forty, and I think he just barely made it. I don't know. Absolutely. I mean, look at me. <laughs> In fact, many people didn't believe I was under under forty. <laughs> Oof. 
That's insulting. That's okay. If I shave this beard, if you shave that beard, you're boyish. I'd have a baby face. What? I don't know. What? What's? The, why do you have the beard? Is it? Do you have to? Do you have to keep your house cold too? And you know, you're just I, have to warm a, up? I have a funny story about that. Um, I had an elected official uh, come up to me about a couple years ago, and uh, they, they still remain nameless. They said, uh, "I don't like your beard," and I said, "I don't sleep with you." <laughs> and he said, "Good point." Was it Jeremiah? Because he, he uh, no. he was never elected. Jeremiah's <laughs> never won an election. Jeremiah doesn't like oh, facial hair, so Chris knows that. Yeah, the stash had to go. It's growing back. I voted to keep your. I know. I, I voted to keep your. But I'm actually, uh, I think I'm just going real quick, Corey. I have another it. question from a Patreon member, Christopher Bilbrey, and uh, in short, it's. Um, are you able to hold elected office, or is that a conflict of interest in your position? Am I able to hold elected office? Mm-hmm. Um, that was probably a conflict of interest. You it, you wouldn't feel comfortable doing that? Uh, no. Okay. Uh, in, in terms I would say of that's a safe bet. Yeah, and you know I'm involved in enough, or the people in in, in this role are involved enough in in the civic affairs of a community. We probably shouldn't be. Uh, but like you said earlier, your board of directors, some of them are made up of elected Absolutely. officials. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And so I am not a city employee or a county employee. I'm, I'm, I work for the non, not-for-profit uh, organization. How, how do the bribes work if it's a non-for-profit? Just I'm asking for... How do the for, bribes <laughs> work? <laughs> the, the rampant corruption. How does that work if you're a non-profit? I, well, I think so, it has to be for-profit to make that. So in, in, in terms of uh, you know when the votes are taken, I don't have one. So I don't really understand how that works. Somebody's um, getting bribed. And the, you, you know, uh, you're scratching your head, too. Yeah, I have the ability to uh, make a recommendation. Who's getting bribed in this county? I keep yeah. hearing about it. And every and I don't see anybody buying new cars and new houses. Oh, I seen two people buy new cars <laughs> <laughs> and are sitting right there hosting this show. So, with your trip to Japan, did, was it all business, or did did you get to see anything cool? Or uh, this is actually was actually my third trip to Japan. Okay, oh. so when I was down in Madison, uh, I took two similar trips, and and the the, the purpose of the trip is to call on our the the head offices as they like to call them the corporate headquarters of the companies that are located in your region and so because relationships and building trust and rapport is so important in the Japanese business culture and Indiana is the uh, one of the largest sources of Japanese investment and so it's just it's vitally important to build those relationships and so the business retention expansion component of our mission is the primary reason we went. So we, we met with uh, executives from TS Tech and executives from uh, Keeper Corporation. You know, the, the two companies here in Henry County, it represents over 450 jobs and well over $40 million worth of investment. And so... Uh, they have choices. Keeper Keeper's been here a longer a longer time. Yes, uh, TS Tech is a in the last decade investment in Henry County. Correct. Uh, Keeper located here in the early two thousands, and uh, TS Tech located here in two thousand seven. Um, note the time two thousand seven. You know the the Great Recession hit right after they got here. right after they got here, and, and they're a, they a feeder business for the Honda assembly plant in Greensburg. Yes, they're right. a Tier one, just in time uh, supplier. One of the few 
Honda suppliers that located in, in Indiana to service Greensburg. Most of the other Honda suppliers just expanded in Ohio. Because they already had a number of yes. facilities over there. And, and shipped to, uh, to uh, Greensburg. But back to your original question. Yeah, th- th- there was an opportunity to, to uh, see a few things. Um, probably the, uh, the Nagoya Castle. Okay. And so if you go to the local Japanese restaurant here uh, on their menu, you will see a picture of the Nagoya Castle. And, Is it a picture of you and Mayor York standing in front? No. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I love the food over there. Yeah, I was going to ask you if you had you've eaten anything weird over there. Well, so this trip, uh, I ate they snail. Could pro- they could probably really mess up a Big Mac over there, I'm guessing. Yes. <laughs> Although yes. Mayor York found a Big Mac. <laughs> he, he had to test the Big Mac. I saw Mayor York did say in, his, uh, in the little write-up they did about it in the Courier Times that one thing he noticed over there was that the streets were impeccably clean. Yes, absolutely. How were the potholes over there? Did they have potholes? Do they have the state police telling people to uh, just try not to drive on one of the major highways <laughs> in the state? You know, uh, that, that's I-69, by the way, between, uh, <laughs> between, between Scatterfield and MLK. And so I, I have intimate experience with that uh, <laughs> drive. My, my parents were up at a, watching a basketball game, and uh, their, their tire became victim. Last, last year, State Representative Melanie Wright, right after she was on the show, she had a flat. The state representative had a flat tire in yes. a pothole. Uh, this morning, I, I talked to one of my coworkers. Uh, he passed nine vehicles that had a flat and were disabled on the side of the road heading northbound on I sixty nine. I don't remember. Any, I don't remember any potholes. No potholes over there. But, Not in Japan. but public transportation is is probably Pretty a bigger big there deal. And yes, like mopeds too. Like the, bicycles. There. Oh, really? Bicycles, mopeds. Hmm. I I know that uh, Japan is on the cutting edge of electronic mopeds in, in the world right now. One of the world leaders, they have some that are, uh, cap- they have the same size engine as uh, what would be equivalent to a 125cc motorcycle here in the States. Muncie is on the cutting edge of uh, scooters, but for different reasons. Everybody, everybody <laughs> rides a scooter in Muncie. Those are uh, called boozer bikes. <laughs> <laughs> now, State Representative Tom Saunders, you're talking about the just in time inventory and getting to Greensburg in a hurry from, from Newcastle. Uh, Representative Saunders has talked about a hope to maybe get State Road 3 all the way down to I-74 in, in a four-lane uh, four configuration. That's what He represents Newcastle, and he represents a portion of Rush County in the city of Rushville. Uh, I would imagine that if that were to happen at some point, it would be even more advantageous to Henry County in our Absolutely, in our and, and I appreciate Representative Saunders uh, you know, advocating for that project, and I've been involved with discussions and activities to, to promote uh, the improvement of State Road 3 between here and, and Greensburg. Uh, in partnership with our friends in Rush County, and I say there were some pictures of you in the governor's office with uh, our friend John McCain and some others uh, last year. I'd imagine that was one of the things you guys talked about. That was the main thing we talked about was you know getting that project on on NDOT's radar and planning uh, to to improve it because it's vital to uh, have access between seventy and seventy four. Very good. So, uh, why would a Japanese company? be interested in coming to Newcastle or Henry County? So you've got to step back and look at uh, Indiana and the Midwest as a whole first. That is a, you know, a, a, a known place to do business. Uh, Indiana is home to three uh, original equipment manufacturers, the first being up in Lafayette, 
Um, Subaru. Thank you. You're welcome. And then Toyota over in Princeton, and then Honda Greensburg. So Indiana has a solid reputation in Japan as a place to do business. In terms of specific location uh, in Indiana, a lot of that is going to be driven as where their customer is. You know, where is that plant going to ship their material? And so that that decision, uh, and not only for the Japanese, but many other businesses, is going to determine where they're looking to to make their investment. We want to be in this they kind of like a plot on a map. Yes, and you it, have to be within a certain radius of, of that assembly location. Yes. Yeah, radius. That's the word I was looking for. So, hey man, I'm here with me. Subaru and radius. I'm I'm, I'm two for two today, baby. <laughs> so often we're on a site search because of geography. And then it becomes site-specific. How can we eliminate some communities? And then it becomes community. It's always going to be, you know, their business needs first, driving a general location. Then it's going to be, do you have the real estate or the building that works? And then they're going to look at the community dynamics. Incentives, I know it would be popular, you know, with, with, with this crowd here in terms of, but, you know, incentives do come into play, but towards the last part of the decision-making criteria. Um, I would be the first one to lay down the incentives and not do them when my competition does the same. And that's what I, that's, you know, when it, during my campaign, that's the thing I talked about constantly is that it's a race, it's a race to the bottom because, if you know, it's it just like a stadium subsidies, right? So, oh if, my, yes, it, I mean, if, that's great. Right. So it's the same thing. If if Los Angeles wouldn't, or you know, says no to a subsidy, and Minnesota says no to no to subsidy, and so does Las Vegas, then all of a sudden the NFL's out of the subsidy business, and we're not having them anymore. But you have the same problem if Henry County competes against Delaware County, competes against Rush County, yep. and you all offer the same thing, then you're back to even again. If you can, if you can have a little truce pact here and say we're going to stop doing this, then it's apples and oranges. It's apples and apples, and, and you don't have to do it. Yeah. We're eliminated at the state level. And, and, well, and, and I'm sure that Governor uh, Holcomb, Rob Kendall, oh. will make that happen. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know, and the challenge is, is, is it's not just our you know, surrounding counties that we're competing against. It's, you know, usually other states. Sure, you've got Ohio and, and other, other and locations. sometimes other countries in terms of where where a uh, uh, an investment uh, can be made. So, well, we'll go back to th- th- in theory the TS Tech example, right? Absolutely. So that that's a project that was going to happen within fifty five or sixty miles of sure. Greensburg, Indiana. Yes. So if you look at that radius and you said, hey, you know these communities, they don't have to do that. Or if you, you know, we'll call it pricing discipline. Uh, from my job as a salesman, if the market said, hey, this this is just the way we're going to operate now then it could be taken care of without having to use that tool. And obviously, when <clears throat> when you are put in the position you are and communities are put in the position they are, uh, you guys, you, you pretty much have to do it. You know, mm-hmm. If you're told, well, listen, man, I'd, I'd love to go with you, but there's $1.5 million from Rush County, and I can't, I can't go with you because I'd, I'd be stupid for my stockholder to not take that. There's a saying in this business that incentives don't make a bad site good. So usually a decision is not going to be made solely on incentives. They're going to narrow it down to two or three sites that work for their business. And then they're going to look at kind of the softer side of the equation because eventually the incentives run out. And, you know, is that 
community, is that place, is that region a good place to do business? So we're not solely focused on incentives. We want to have smart incentive policies. We want to have responsive incentive policies, but probably more important, we want to have a, a, a good environment in which to operate. Yep. All right. I mean, that's not, the goal of this is not to debate that subject. We've talked about that enough in other, other areas, but um, you, you brought it up, so I figured we'd Absolutely. Have a, we at least have a little bit of that dialogue. Sure. Going back to the snail, <laughs> how was it? One Extra hot sauce. You know, that was my uh, it was my first time, and I probably won't eat it again. Okay. <laughs> how was it prepared? Extra snotty. You know, uh, I'll show you a picture maybe off camera okay. here. It'd, it'd take me too long to find it, but it looked like it had probably been boiled, you know, shell and all, and you look down in there, you see it, and rubber chicken. Yeah. I had an oyster one time. I was, what? I love oysters. I was with this girl in college, and she said she wouldn't kiss me anymore <laughs> if I, I, did, I didn't eat the oyster, so I ate it, and it was disgusting. <laughs> All for a kiss. Oh, yes. <laughs> just a kiss. <laughs> he just, now, Clayton, now, Chase did warn us if he blinked tonight, it winked tonight, it's because one of his contacts is missing. But yeah. that time he blinked. He used no, both eyes. I, I did not. <laughs> you know, one of the, uh, one of the uh, funnest things, if that could be a word, that uh, happened on the trip is we went to a Japanese uh, professional basketball game. Okay. We were guests of the Tochigi Brex. Tochigi is a prefecture in in uh, in uh, Japan, so that's a state. And Indiana and Tochigi have been sister states for for many many years. And through the efforts of the Japan American Society of Indiana, who helped us with the trip, they had a relationship with the ownership at uh, at Tochigi Brex, and so we went to a professional basketball game and had courtside seats. Um, it was a great experience. I can tell you that the fan interaction is a little bit different. Over there, they are chanting the entire game. That's really? pretty cool. In English. Shame. Really? Shame. So we could... Shame. Shame. <laughs> Things like that? Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> no. Defense or, you know, let, <laughs> let's score. But regular chance. Regular chance. <laughs> so we could participate. Why didn't you become a doctor? <laughs> And only a certain number Apparently of... they sound like Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm bad at stuff like that. <laughs> you did a perfect Russian accent. <laughs> <laughs> Wait until you hear my Russian accent. <laughs> perfect Japanese. Weird. I blame the Budweiser. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. think there's a lot of stuff going on over there at this time. He might get a so. How did Mayor York take all of this? Was You're not allowed of, back next week, Chase. You're this out. was uh, okay. this is your third time, but I'm assuming it, it was his first. No, it was his second. His second. His second time. Damn. I think first time on official business, so to speak. But you know, yeah. um, the Japanese aren't typically tall. They're not, you know, generally right. tall people. And you know, Mayor York's a, a a tall man. A tall man. So it was, was he signing autographs? It was easy to spot. <laughs> As we're you know walking through the subway or you know walking down the street, he was easy to find. Now, and breaking news: co-host Danny Morrill, if he ever comes back, he's uh, he texted me yesterday and said he's. I thought his phone got stolen. He said he has a trip to Japan coming up, and that I'm going to be his uh, contact just in case of his death or something happening. So uh, in next month or two, he's uh, Danny's going to be going over for for a business trip as well. You know what part? Uh, Tokyo. He'll be visiting Tokyo. So did what you? Part uh, did you guys go did, to? So Tokyo and then a, a couple of the surrounding uh, 
states or prefectures, and then we took the bullet train or the Shinkansen over to Nagoya. Was that a cool experience? Oh, yeah, it's very cool. It's about we need to get one hour, of those right? over here, it right? Is, yes. We need I mean, to get one here. It would hit here a that goes to go terribly wrong. <laughs> we'll get one here that goes like to Indianapolis and then all the way to Richmond. Does it fill super fast or you just not even notice it? You don't notice it. Wow. Pretty cool. Yeah, it's very cool. Huh. And they serve snacks. It's like riding Ooh. in my Buick that I bought at Andy Moore <laughs> Buick GMC in Fishers, Indiana from Jonathan Phillips. I don't know. My <laughs> my GMC terrain that I bought at Andy Moore Buick GMC is also a nice. From Jonathan See, that's Phillips. where the corruption money's going. <laughs> I already know it. <laughs> uh, if you stop by, mention uh, Jeremiah Morrill. Uh, don't mention Dakota. He doesn't need the money. Uh, so <laughs> what... Uh, what was the uh, the language barrier like? Did you did you practice your uh, Rosetta Stone, or did they send a guy with you? How that how that go down? <clears throat> Their English is better than mine, so you know I could live over there uh, from a, just a culture standpoint in the country. Uh, awesome people. Would your wife be on board? Probably not. But you, you know that, that could had, that could work out good for her though. Madison, you know that, that that could she loved Madison. Well, I mean, leaving Madison. Yes. So, but did, uh, were you guys there for the bridge construction and never got to see it open? How was how was your timing in Madison? So the bridge construction was one of you know one of my favorite projects in terms of lobbying for for funding for that, um, and the construction had just started when I so you didn't get when to see the finish basically no yeah but it was a fantastic you know engineering feat in oh, terms of the bridge slide and absolutely so they there was a the Milton Madison bridge uh, Madison Kentucky's on the other side or M- Madison Indiana Milton Kentucky uh and there was an existing bridge they built a temporary one and then uh or well they built a new one and then they removed the existing and slid it over so over like 10 maybe a 10 or 12 day closure they went from the temporary pier to the new pier how do you slide a bridge uh very Walsh, carefully Walsh construction can do almost <laughs> anything for the right amount very of money very carefully um, that was a huge infrastructure project in terms of because the uh, the Madison economy was dependent on that bridge from a workforce standpoint. Uh, Trimble County, Kentucky, uh, much smaller community, and the uh, oh, he's taking a picture. We got a smile. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I don't know the rules. No. Sorry. Chris Guffey's taking a picture, and he said, you don't have to smile. Nobody's ever smiled on this show before. <laughs> <laughs> but that was critical in terms of if the bridge would have closed, it would have really hurt business in, in, in Madison because you know the population over in Trimble County is probably nine or 10,000. What happened to the materials that were used for the spare bridge, the temporary? They were removed. I mean, did There's they a nice video to- of it dropping in the river. Oh really? Yeah, It'd be a good Google cool. exercise. Yeah, Milton right. Madison Bridge demolition. That would yeah. be you know originally cool built in 1929 with tolls. Well, that's a user fee. That's yes, Jared, did you good ever, way to pay for roads as long as we're not getting taxed? Did you ever get to the point in Red Dead Redemption where you have to blow up the bridge? I've not. No, I've kind of quit Red Dead. Actually, are you serious? I haven't quit. I've just paused. That game made me cry. I haven't played it, in a while. It made me cry too. I'm not gonna lie. Was your honor up? It was up. Yeah. I had a, I had the good ending, <laughs> but uh, I was still sad. I was. You really, ever played Red Dead Redemption two? No. I was really you're hoping. Now you don't know what you're missing. That's what you could be doing in between uh, showing potential business leaders around the the county. I was hoping they'd leave it open for a third one, but you they, know, dude, they totally did. 
Oh uh, yes, you can always do a prequel, postquel. You, you've got options. No, the Red Dead Redemption Two is a prequel, right? You, you, go another you have you have Jack Marson's son. Anyway, yeah. or John Marson, Jack anyway. Marson. He's is, just a nerd, son. though. All right, so he could be the author that Arthur runs into at the bar. We've been covering the State of the uh, Union, or the government uh, being shut down, and the State of the Union got got pushed back a week or so. Yep. So I wanted to hear from from the cast of uh, thousands here. Did you guys did you guys enjoy it? Did you have a favorite moment? Did uh, did did you want to walk out at any point? Did you, what was the moment of the night to you? We'll start with Dakota and work our way around the room. My moment of the night. Better not steal my thunder. <laughs> oh, I have a moment of the night too. I have a good one. Did you watch? I have I have two good yes, ones. Yes, I'm Jared. actually surprised he knows what it is. <laughs> I have a I have a powerful moment. And a funny moment. Okay. Ooh. The okay. powerful moment is whenever uh, Trump said that um, successful nations aren't involved in endless wars. That was a powerful moment. That hearing the president say that. Thomas Massey said on the Glenn Beck show the next day that ten people out of, of Congress clapped for that. He said it was an obvious applause line in ten of out of four hundred and fifty. Yeah, which is sad, but it was a powerful line. I liked it. Five hundred thirty. And then. My funny moment was whenever Trump said that we were reaffirming at that moment that America is not and will never be a socialist nation. <laughs> Shout out to Darren Jacobs. And they, <laughs> and they zoomed in on Bernie Sanders' face, and he was like... Yes. Yeah, I thought was. it was just great that C-SPAN would immediately zoom in on Bernie Sanders' Uh, in the middle of the speech, after that line, it was hilarious. You watched it on C-SPAN. Well, yeah. Where else are you going to watch it? Any C-SPAN. Everything with Fox, po- everything CNN. has well, to Fox do with News. politics. No, everybody's got C-SPAN it. is probably one of the only political news sources that doesn't have an obvious tilt to it because it's government owned. Exactly. It's like watching the uh, the the city of Newcastle feed. You just get what's there. I think C-SPAN is a great public service provided to us by the government. So. I, I watched transparency and my, my favorite, I guess if we're picking two, uh, my favorite moment that was an accident was the, uh, was the president talking about his job creation and how he was, uh, how he, how he created all these new jobs. And then all of the women in white stood up, all the new Congresswomen stood up <laughs> cheering, <laughs> laughing. Mm-hmm. And he, uh, he kind of noted them and he said, well, don't, don't sit down. Uh, and then he recognized the fact that there were more women serving in Congress now than ever. Uh, and then there were a bunch of people complaining. He's a, on, <clears throat> a bunch of people complaining on Twitter about the uh, the speaker sitting behind him. Uh, they you can when when this when, when he shows up, the speaker and the vice president are given a copy of the speech. I don't think I've ever seen Denny Hastert or John Boehner or any of the other speakers go through and read the speech as he's going along. But she was literally page by page reading it, reading ahead trying to figure out where he's at to, i guess to plan her facial did, uh, i don't know did she do like a weird clap she did yes did. was that I, your I favorite saw part something about, no it wasn't my favorite part but i saw that could have been guffies that. i don't know what it, yeah there there he is over the corner i heard like a like an fu clap <laughs> <laughs> that's how it was described the in show the notes say condescending clap okay well that's how i saw it <laughs> On Barstool Sports. What, what are your favorite? What's your favorite moments? <laughs> My favorite moment was uh, the kid who fell asleep in, in the audience. Because <laughs> that would have been me. I would have watched it. Do you have another one? Uh, that, that was it. That I, was I it. did in a, that and a few clap. <laughs> what about you, Guffy? Uh, yeah, like Jeremiah said, my one of my favorites obviously was when all the women in white stood up and then they they go to sit down. and He's like. 
Oh, 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 wait a minute. You're going to really like this one. <laughs> and then uh, probably my number, probably actually number one for me was when he was recognizing all the World War II vets at the end. That was cool. Like, like he already did, he already recognized them at the beginning, but then at the end, and then he's talking about the, the, the contagious, the Holocaust survivor yeah. that, that the same World War II vet that was sitting right beside him was like, this is guy helped liberate the camp. Yeah, he, and he, it's just yeah. uh, such a powerful moment. Absolutely. Absolutely. You're right. Mr. Murphy, any, any takeaways from the State of the you Union? You know, unfortunately, I missed it. I was at a basketball game. And you didn't go back and watch the C-SPAN no, replay? Even after was it a I, local basketball game? Yeah, my son plays for Try, and we were over at Liberty Christian. Well, excuse you. It wasn't, yeah. it wasn't Lakers Pacers, and you no. weren't sitting at the Hooters waiting on Lance to come by. No, and even after I you know, found out that you guys were going to talk about this, I still couldn't do myself. <laughs> it's okay I did it either. <laughs> I, uh, I saw a couple posts, and that's what so, I did. But you know, so we kind of swapped places, I think, is what happened. Whenever, whenever it's sports ball season, I watch, yes. I watch highlight reels. And don't just skip on the full game. <laughs> and whenever it's a something that has to do with politics, I think Chase just watches the highlight reels. I watch debates. And I watch the full thing. That's, that's when I get into it. Wrong. <laughs> Lion Ted. Lion Ted gets me going. <laughs> Lion Ted. Okay, Those- I got to admit, I, that beard on Ted Cruz makes him look amazing. Yeah, I really think Trump got ought like to a grow little, one now. I've got like a little crush on him. Like I think crush. that Trump would make. I think Trump would guarantee himself a re-election bid if he shaved his head, slick bald, and grew out a beard. Oh, it definitely could make Ted, Ted Cruz power look beard. worse. So you know, he's <laughs> a weird looking dude. Anyway, this conversation just sparked something about the State of the Union. Trump got a haircut for this speech. I did, did not notice. Did that. He? I noticed. Yes, it. it was less wild, Trumpy, wild, and involved. So that's my favorite part. Ah. Which Trump got a haircut. Do you want him to go all the way off? No. What, what about, about me? What? Are you on board with my plan? If I'm if I'm hired to the Trump campaign, first thing I'm going to do is make him shave his head bald and grow a beard. A That'd power be cool. beard. What if he can't grow a One beard? earring. That'd be cool. Can you take away Twitter, too? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, that no, was no, no, no. <laughs> Twitter won him that election, for sure. Maybe, maybe that's, a that's why Corey wants the to get trolling. rid of it. He's got an agenda. He's wearing a Bartlett 98 <laughs> shirt. Yes, I am. I, I think he'd write in Martin Sheen this time if he I had would. a chance. Jed Bartlett for president. You think Trump's Bar- hair Bartlett is real? Bartlett for America. Yeah, it is. It's something. Haven't you seen the pictures of him going up like the on the Air Force One and the wind blows it? I, and I've it's seen, all just a long comb over and it blows it in the back. I saw the, the video where Jimmy Fallon was pulling on it. Uh, so. That's fake news. It's fake news. Uh, fake news. Pretty sure you saw that on CNN. I probably did. <laughs> Don't tell my grandpa. <laughs> All right, you we know, are we are getting to that point in the show where we we where we give our folks their final chance to sell something, thank somebody, promote something, or uh, pick up a, something we skipped over. We will start with Chase Payton. Boom, boom, boom. Do you want to come back to my Super Bowl party next year? Is it a yeah, thing? We're going to go every year. Uh, my dog didn't pee on if, you this time, so I kind of apologize. If the Bears aren't in it, which they probably will be, I will. Uh, I'll come. Go Packers! Why won't you come? Why won't you come if the Bears are in? <laughs> Not going to come if the Bears are in because it's just I, I can't do it. Yeah. For one thing, I'll probably be in New York watching it with my uncle. You you would leave the state. You would travel. You'd yes. be a tourist, or I'll be in Chicago hey. getting ready for the parade, or he'll be at the Super Bowl. Or I'll be at the Super Bowl. Where is Probably it? Probably not. 
Where is the Super Bowl next year? Miami. <laughs> you know. So it's going to be a cold That's your Bears old stomping rematch. ground. The, yeah. the, yeah. the Indianapolis or the Baltimore Colts have played in four Super Bowls. Do you know where every one of those Super Bowls have been played? Miami. I might it's, have to go. I might, we might have to go to Miami together we'll go. next year. It, it'll be a rematch, and we'll win really? this time. Every single one of their Super Bowls Every has Super Bowl the Colts have been in has been in Miami. A little superstitious, wow. <laughs> a little superstitious here. Two and two. They built a roof so it won't get rained on this time. Like uh, that one that uh, the Colts played in against the Bears. Remember that one? Super Bowl 41? You remember that one? I don't remember that one, Jerry. We've been over this. I was like 10 years old. <laughs> check. Uh, check. <laughs> you don't remember things from when you were... I you re- were not 10 years old. I was you were, 12. You were 12. Where Hester How do you not have memories from when you the were 12? Only, the only thing I remember was the the run back, the kickoff. Yeah, Devin Devin Hester. Hester. And I honestly didn't care because up until that point, I was a, like a Colts Bears fan. And I chose the Bears that night. And ever since then, I've been a, strictly a Bears fan. This so is, that seeing the Colts point. win. Yeah. Seeing the Colts win, I was like, eh, you know. Whatever. This is where they make me feel old, Corey, because I feel like that Super Bowl was just like last week. Yes. And and he's like, oh, I don't remember it. I was a kid. I was probably just getting my first pubic hair. (laughs) 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 Anyways, uh, you know, final thoughts. And first getting out of diapers, right? Yes. Yeah. (laughs) He's 12. What do you expect? I stopped peeing the bed during that Super Bowl. Um, He's. Final he, thoughts. He had the race car bed in his childhood, in his bedroom. I, actually, false. I didn't have a race car bed until I was 17. <laughs> when I, uh, eight, 18, when I came back from college. In, in Chase's defense, <laughs> he is from a broken home. So, That's uh, true. <laughs> but you know what? I loved that race car bed, and I was very pissed when they got rid it? of it. No, they, they got, got rid, rid of it. it? When? Yeah. Like four years ago. I was going to talk about huh. Smurfs and He-Man, but that, that's... <laughs> You probably don't know those either. I, I know the Smurfs. I, yeah. My I mom loves I know He-Man. You don't Corey, know He-Man? Corey, are you th- what is your official number? What are you? I am 39. 39. 39. Okay. All right. really did we're going to get back to that in a second. 39 and a half? Guffy, yes. your final thoughts? I didn't even go through my final oh, thoughts. My, you're still going? Final thoughts. It's the worst time of the year. There's no important sports going on. You can say basketball, but <clears> basketball doesn't get good until the playoffs. Baseball comes around in March. Baseball comes Hockey's around soon. Hockey's on. Hockey's on. If you say it's not important, I will meet you right now. I go penguins, but I don't even keep up with that until the penguins. playoffs. Yeah. And uh, are you serious? Black and yellow is pretty cool. Sports doesn't get good again until March when March Madness starts. I think mm. we should. Uh, you know they are playing college basketball now, right? I know. I keep up with it. The Hoosiers just upset. It still doesn't. The yeah, Michigan State, which I think that's the first time for them winning at Michigan State in a long time. Um. <laughs> But, excellent analysis. I'm glad we pay you so much for this. Yes. Yeah. But sports <laughs> doesn't get good again until March Madness starts. Beginning of March, I think we should make a... Uh, you didn't enjoy Lance Stevenson saying, have my table ready, I'm coming to Hooters, and after the Pacers-Lakers game, and then the Lakers changed their flight so Lance couldn't go? Oh, I think we should, uh, I think we should do brackets this year. Do you want to March Madness? We're going to put All you right. in charge of that. You can either decide if it's a anybody pick em league or if it's going to be Patreon only. You are oh, officially anybody. in charge. Anybody who watches, we can the put show. them on the blackboard. Oh God, that sounds complicated. Update, All right, updates. You're in charge. You are running updates. this, but I will participate. Okay. All right. Are we, uh, yeah. are we doing one with you this year again? Ten yeah, that absolutely. With Joe? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, cool. for sure. All right. Guffy, sounds good. Final um, thoughts. Um. Well, as you all know, next Thursday is Valentine's Day. If you are going to be here, you're a single lady. I am a single lady. <laughs> 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 I'm just looking for my single man. 
So if anybody needs a date, I will be here at the studio, patiently waiting. Now, now I don't want to point out the obvious, but like two episodes ago, three episodes ago, Grace Yinger was sitting in that chair just begging for a date. Have you called the girl? Because you're now you're on our airwaves doing the same thing. I could see that a, a little FaceTime or something. Let's try that out. Hey, get her. Hey. Chris, you I, Chris. I, I'm just saying. I saw. I, I she was asking for, and then you're here. To, let's let's make this work. You get have a her MySpace page. Get her Snapchat. All the fish. I'm in the, see, I'm in the why, Snapchat group. That's that where all. all that's where all the goodies goes now, man. Is the Snapchat. <laughs> Not saying, man. Swipe swipe right. We can have a. We, I'll bring, I'll supply the candles. I don't care. Do do do. But anyways, I'll bring my sacks. Do you know? Do you can you play? Sax? I do play sacks. Yeah. Oh, we, that should be a Patreon uh, thing. That should be a Patreon thing. We'll turn the lights off. Candle it. So. <laughs> but other than that, um, I don't have hockey until the end of the month, and it's very depressing. Hmm. Very. All right. So you're looking for a date for the Valentine's Day show. Mm-hmm. You've got a and lot of spare time on your hands, what you're saying. You've got a lot of spare time for the lucky lady that decides to step into your life. Or man, no judgment here. It's 2019. What about you, Corey? Any final thoughts on your side final of the table? Thoughts, you know, so this uh, this coming on the show caused me to do some research. So I'll, I, I, I want to leave you with some you know stats, right? Some, some nuggets, some 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 nuggets. some stats. Like it's the first time I use one at Michigan State no. in a long time. No boring economic development stats. So in the last four years, we've uh, assisted, facilitated over one hundred and thirty million dollars worth of investment, over seven hundred jobs. Um. We have an EPA grant, $500,000. We've done phase one, phase two assessments, over 20 properties in the county, leveraged $126,000 in cleanup dollars, but leveraged one point two five in private investment. In other words, we take care of the environmental side of things. The private sector is able to invest. And we've already mentioned the grant number, over a million dollars. In 2017, we were a top 50 micropolitan. Micropolitans are cities between the population of 10,000 and 50,000. So we were ranked uh, uh, in the, somewhere in the 30s. Uh, we're number 30. Yeah, we're, we're number, number 30. Top 50. <laughs> and finally... Hey, as long as we beat Spiceland, that's what's important. You know, you know Spiceland's, Spiceland's a big, not in 10,000. <laughs> Spiceland's a big reason we're, uh, you know, in, in that ranking. You know, Spiceland's home to uh, our largest uh, uh, private employer. employer. Don't Draper. inflate Darren's head anymore, yeah, Draper. okay? We don't, we don't need Darren's ego to be any bigger. A lot of good but he won't let chicken coops. Yep. A lot of good things going on in Spiceland. Listen, man, a law is only as good as what it is in force. Darren can come take my chickens anytime. Do you, do you live in Spiceland now? Live? I, live, I live outside of the town He's, limits. Oh. He, at the next meeting, they're going to talk about annexation just to... Just to <laughs> They've done some big land grabs, man. Don't think you're immune. Yeah. No, thanks for having me on. <laughs> Thank so, you for coming, Corey. We, we did tease it. Uh, it. Can you explain? You were in the news recently, uh, top 40 under 40. You're a, you're a, big, you're a big time celebrity a big now. deal. Did yeah. you bring a plaque? I mean, what, where's the hardware? Oh, it's we advertise your appearance with you holding a trophy. Yes. Yeah. No, that was a great event, and I appreciate the honor. Uh, DCI, a consulting firm out of New York, uh, sponsors the award, but they have an independent panel that uh, you know, judges the uh, submittals. And, you know, I think over 200 people applied from across the country and including Canada, and they pick 40, and they do it every other year. 
This was your last chance. This is my last chance, and maybe that's why I got it, you know, because I had to tell them my age, and so they thought this poor SOB is now not, or never not going to be qualified in a couple of years. But uh, fifty under fifty, I guess. I don't yeah, know. but it was a it was a nice award. Cool. My final thoughts. Um, before you mentioned putting the State of the Union address into the show tonight, I was going to talk about the State of the Union as my final thoughts. I just hosed you. Yep. Uh, but now. I guess I don't have anything other than uh, the District 6 Libertarian Party Convention is being held on March the 2nd at 4 p.m. at Montgomery Steakhouse. We have a private room. Uh, It is open to the public. Anyone can come. However, you do have to be a member to vote on official business, and we will be selecting uh, our candidates for the citywide races. We have a few candidates uh, that we've been in contact with, so be looking for news after March the 2nd, and if you want to experience it yourself, then you can uh, hop on Facebook uh, or Eventbrite, search District 6 Libertarian Party uh, Convention. It's $22 a ticket. That pays for us to get the room, and it also pays for all of our food and drinks, so uh, we all we always have a good time. Uh, Invitation to anyone, and if you pay twenty five dollars, you get to vote. Hey. Ooh, real real quick on city elections. Yeah, Aaron, I'm oh, picking yeah, Dickin. News has announced he is seeking reelection. I was so disappointed because he waited so long to announce. I was like, Aaron's gonna pull one on us. He's gonna run for mayor. <laughs> I, I nope. talked to him at the city council, and I'm like, man, you got till Friday. And he then goes, he, he goes, if it was up to me. I'd wait till Friday at 11 o'clock and I'd go to the file. He goes, but I know my luck. Something would happen. The system would be down and I couldn't file. You'd have a flat tire or something. Hey, Dakota. You know my grandparents, right? I do. We had, uh, we had one of my cousins stay over one, like, one night this week. Mm-hmm. She's like 11 and she's got a girlfriend. What? Yeah. She's got a girlfriend at 11. I'm sure. How do you think my grandma's reaction was when she found out? Your grandma or your grandpa? My grandma. My grandpa doesn't know anything. Your grandma yet. cried. No, she was. She was just like, uh, okay. Did she take the Bible she out? She handled it really? pretty good. Yeah, yeah. She just. It was Obviously, it was funny from her, though. She's you come from a very to, tolerant to and the accepting new century. Family. Yeah. Yeah. If uh, you know? if you ever make any changes in your life, they'll be very, not saying, very accepting. <laughs> I'm not saying she uh, she supports it, but she didn't say, "Hey, you know what? You're gonna burn." <laughs> so uh, improvement. I thought she was gonna cry, and I thought your grandpa would have done the scolding. Yeah, my grandpa he's he's more like an 11 year old now, so he eats and he sleeps. That's about it. That was really sad. That, yeah. Wow, All that right. really. You know, let's end the show on that, guys. You had my heart in your hands, and you squeezed really hard. Just, you crushed it. All right. Well, this has been fun. <laughs> <laughs> I thank Corey Murphy for uh, for joining us. We uh, he slid in top forty under forty uh, just barely, and he got in on episode ninety nine before uh, before the big one hundred. So we uh, we appreciate that very much. Corey is a Patreon member. We appreciate that as well. Uh, it's hey, fantastic. <laughs> it's uh, uh, you guys are uh, the reason why we get to do this. You know, Dakota and I and and the rest of the team here. We show up, we put the work in, but uh, it's a hobby that pays for itself. So um, everything we make off of that, we reinvest back into the show. Uh, we Last get, month was the most money we've ever made on this show. Uh, we didn't make money. 
We made one, we, we, we had money million. left over we have, from after the bills. We said that to your new car, and it was have, the first time. We have ever. retained earnings. Uh, nobody brought anything. It home. was crazy. One I did the. I put the numbers in the spreadsheet. <laughs> Dakota is. Uh, I, I keep track of the budget on my spreadsheet on a spreadsheet, and we came out ahead. We had money left over after Declare the bills. Declare a dividend, and I was like, "Oh, oh, guys, <laughs> wait, uh, we're gonna send, we're gonna get Dakota QuickBooks at some point because he's like, this is cash we made." I'm like, "No, that's money you carried over from the month before." Uh, oh, yeah. we're gonna we're gonna work on terminology. It's money left over. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Anyway, it's been fun. We thank everybody very much for that. Um, I think we should pimp Chris out on a date. Ain't nobody buying this. If bro. someone, <laughs> to if Gray someone pays or Justin Kelly, two hundred bucks, they can take Chris out on two hundred bucks. And I don't even think I'm worth that much. And he, <laughs> he'll do, he'll do anything. No, they're worth. <laughs> he'll do anything you want him to. Uh, we're we're crossing into prostitution now, and it's after eight. So I think I, it's probably okay on cable. I don't know, uh, but <laughs> we appreciate it. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, if you do enjoy the show, share it on. Uh, Share it with your friends. Rate it on iTunes. We don't talk about that very much, but we are on iTunes. Five stars in there goes a long way and a little bit of a review. Uh, the We Are Libertarian show is uh, top 50 now, I think, in the uh, news and government side. I think we're like, I think it's 23 or something. Are they? It's, yeah, it's, it's been It's been climbing up significantly. Um, I don't think we're rated on there, but we, you know, we don't have the, we, we don't have quite the, the wide. Yeah, but Chris takes care do. of all, not this Chris, Chris Spangle takes care of all of the iTunes side and all that. I, are you blaming him for your low rating? No, what I'm saying is I just don't pay I don't pay attention to it because I don't know how to access it. He's never taught me how to access that information. So the chat is starting to uh, starting to get excited about this idea. Two hundred dollars for your. This is a date, Brantley. Brant is uh, Brant's wondering if for two hundred dollars you'll do anything because I'll he take wa- you he's to the wrestling. He wants clean. I'll take you to wrestling. All right. All right. Thank you all for listening. We will see you next week. Until next time. Thank you for listening to the Boss Hog of Liberty, which is part of the We Are Libertarians network. I am Chris Spangle, and I am the founder of this network, and I invite you to listen to all of our shows, which you can find at wearelibertarians.com or by searching for these in your podcatcher. The flagship show is the We Are Libertarians podcast, where we apply libertarian principles to current events. The Brian Nichols Show is a conversation amongst Republicans, Democrats, Libertarians, Independents, as they talk about what is happening in the news. And we have many other podcasts like The Chris Spangle Show, Upward, The Cost, Raw Audio Politics, Miranda's World, and Tad Talk, which is quite a ride. So check all of these out. Go to wearelibertarians.com and you can check out all of our great podcasts. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to the We Are Libertarians Network. Get our other shows at wearelibertarians.com. <laughs>